It's been a very challenging time for everyone across the world, particularly this past two years with the COVID pandemic. I have heard many stories of people, children and adults alike, struggling not only with the illness itself, but from the lockdowns, impinging on our travels and our dreams of it too. I've always believed that travel has been instrumental in how I view life and its positive impact on my mental health. Whilst travelling may be challenging at the moment, particularly whilst travelling abroad, it doesn't stop you travelling within your own mind. And that's why I wanted to share some of the thoughts my guests have about the impact travel has on our mental health. They have recorded this specifically for this episode. I hope you feel inspired as I do when I listen to them. Enjoy and blessings for this coming new year. Ellis Charlesworth. Often it's quite easy to feel stuck in a rut. Uh, when you're in the daily routine of normal life, of jobs and working and all those other sort of dull, boring things that we all have to do. Uh, and it's then that I draw upon my, my travels in, in my mind. I recall the places I've been, the people I've met, all the fun I've had on my travels. And that's what gets me through. Uh, and without that sort of bank of knowledge, that, that library of places I've been in my head, I don't honestly know how I could manage. Travel certainly gives you somewhere to go in your mind when you, when you need to. When, when things are bad, that, that, you've got, always got that place to go in your head. It's very useful. Gail Aldwin. When I started travelling, I was a terrible worrier. I used to worry about just about everything. For example, I'd post a letter and I'd worry that it wouldn't get to the person I'd sent it to. So when I started travelling in my 20s, I very quickly learnt that you just have to let go. You don't have control over many things when you're out on the road and travelling independently. I think travelling is very good for making you live in the moment. But I have to say, it's taken many years for me to incorporate that attitude in my day-to-day life. So travelling gives you a kind of respite from the worries and anxiety that can circle and you need to cling on to that and put it into practice more regularly in your everyday life at home. Well, certainly that's what I've done. Peter H. Fockdahl. Travelling is mental health to me. There's no difference. I've always been someone who simply needs to travel. I don't need to have a house. I don't need to own a car not even a bike, but I do need to travel to feel like a human being. In the 90s, uh, Italy pretty much saved my life. I was depressed. I was living a life that wasn't good for me. I also loved Denmark, but I don't really fit in and I did not feel comfortable at home. And Italy and speaking Italian, actually, I won't say saved my life, but at least it made the decade uh, bearable. And I do find that speaking Italian is the equivalent of sound healing. It does something amazing to me. Alicia Miller. Travel is so important for our mental health. 
It's really necessary for us to get away from our home environments, out of our routines, out of the daily to-do list and stress of life, uh, work and errands and all of the responsibilities we have and gain a new perspective on our life because when we're in it, it's hard to see other options and tap into our intuition and creativity. And especially if, if we're not living surrounded by nature, you know, many of us are in cities and uh, when we lived in Atlanta in other cities, even if we couldn't get away for like a vacation or flying, we would drive an hour and a half up to the mountains. And as soon as we arrived, we felt calm and clear and peaceful within. And from that place, everything just seemed easier. And I think living in cities and you know highly concentrated areas of people and buildings and Wi-Fi and electronics and all of these things can really disconnect us from ourselves and create stress. David T. Garrison. For me, I guess it's because I started traveling at a very young age. Um, I had my first flight when I was 11 years old, and I flew by myself, and it was at night. So ever since then, I've had this love for flying. And so whether I'm going on vacation or whether I'm going to a disaster for work, um, I have found flying very relaxing. Um, it's um, it's just a time that I can get on the plane, and I, and I am one of those people that the stewardesses hate because um, I like to have the, uh, the the window seat, and I like to look out at the world as it's flying by, whether it's daytime or nighttime. If it's at nighttime, I love looking at the stars, the moon, and other things. Um, if it's daytime, I like looking at all the landmass or the, the clouds and everything, and so when everybody else is trying to sleep on the airplane, I'm the one that's... Um, Always trying to look out the window. Hannah Scott. It makes me slow down and it gets me away from my computer and so away from screens and it gets me out into the real world um, and in touch with people and the environment and nature um, and it gets you outside of the kind of small bubble of the community that you probably spend most of your time in when you're at home you know with your friends and family and your work and everything and it just gives you like a bigger picture Graydon Hazenberg I think that in this increasingly crazy world it's travel that helps keep me sane if like me you feel you don't necessarily fit into conventional western society travel lets you see your place in the world and in society I've worked for years as a teacher, which I find mentally tough during the year. So traveling in the summer and on breaks lets me recharge. And I feel that travel takes me outside routines and gives me constant fresh stimulus. So I think in different patterns. It gives me a change in perspective to see how other people and other cultures solve the common problems of human organization and society. I end up talking to new people I would never talk to otherwise, which juggles my way of thinking. I think in new ways, and most importantly, it makes me happy, and I think the world needs more of that. 
Ian Pilbeam. Travel doesn't just help you once with your mental health, it helps you three times. There's the excitement of planning a trip, of looking forward to it, of looking at the options and what you might do. There's then the joy of the trip itself, exploring new places, cultures, people, new experiences. And then you get back and for days, weeks, months, years to come, you've built up a mass of memories, of mementos, of new friends, of photographs, of souvenirs, all sorts of things that when you're maybe feeling a little bit low are there to pick you up. So travel really is for your mental health, the gift that keeps on giving. Claudia Steckelhaus. Travelling can help all of us with our mental health. It feels stressed as well as relax us. And if we are stuck and bored, it will give us new perspectives. And even if we are totally content with life, it will just give us more depth. Dr. Kimberly Brown. Travel allows me to completely let go of everything. It's me, my one bag, and the road ahead of me. It is freeing, full of opportunity. And for me, well, it opens up my mind and I've always found it's taken away my troubles. And really importantly, it's always made me feel free. I just feel like this bird in the sky when I'm traveling. And I think you learn so much and you experience so much. And ultimately, it allows you to put things into perspective. Ruth Millington's Extreme Holidays podcast is sponsored by HelpYouFind.me, a secure yet simple way to share private data for use in emergency situations that is end-to-end, encrypted and accessible only by you and the people you choose to share it with. Perfect for the extreme traveller. Find out more at HelpYouFind.me forward slash extreme 10 and get a 10% discount when you sign up. Details are also in the show notes.